Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Quantum Nurse Freedom International live stream. And today, to all of you who've been following me, you know how much I love being a nurse. And my special guest today is a registered nurse. And so for all of you nurses and for all of you who are also um, who have families, who have nurses, whether you live in New Jersey or not, do listen and share this podcast and share this episode, okay? And thanks you again for um, doing your part in terms of our freedom movement, taking care of your family, taking care of your children, and just being involved and being engaged in the, in the community, your own local community, your own state, and the whole country and the whole world. So welcome, Pat, and this, uh, she's our guest, Patricia Johnson. And yes, as I said, she's a registered nurse. And lately, nurses have just been taking an active role. And when I first met her, I was really excited that, oh, she's a nurse. And actually, I met another nurse. And they're all like stepping up, saying, so, and all I know is that she has that good intention, motivation to be really active and be, make a difference, okay? And she's also a businesswoman and she's an entrepreneur. And of course, you all know that a nurse, once you're a nurse, you're always a nurse, you're always hardworking and you always care for people. So Pat, how about just um, introduce more yourself sure. and just lead a conversation, okay? Yep, sure. I'm Patricia Johnson, and I live in the state of New Jersey. My district in the state of New Jersey is District 15. And that means the area that I encompass um, because I am running for assembly. Um, I have never been in politics. I had no intentions of entering the political arena. And um, I had been speaking at events because um, I was so upset with government and what was going on within government that um, after speaking at several events, the Republican Party came and asked me if I would run. And the first two times they asked me, I said no. They came to me a third time and I said, let me go to bed and pray about it. Because to me, many of us have a higher power that we look up to and we call it many different things. But in my heart of hearts, I believe that we are all praying or reaching out to the same thing that that our higher power just gives us um, avenues to find them. And so that night I went to bed and I prayed to have some kind of answer to whether I should or shouldn't move forward. And when I woke in the morning, I 100% knew that I was going to run and I've never stopped. So I made the decision to run for the state assembly, which is a fairly big position to step into never being in politics before. And I had no idea what I was getting into. I had no idea that I was going to get paid for this. I thought it was um, volunteer work. I really didn't realize it was a paid job. And um, so I said yes. And then as I entered it, I found out more and more. And it's, uh, it's, it's difficult, but it's, um, it's something that I love now that I'm doing it because I felt as um, we were moving moving forward in this difficult time that people were just not secure with their government. They felt that there was they weren't sure what direction to go, and it didn't matter whether you were Republican, whether you were Democrat, whether you were um, undecided. It didn't matter. People of every avenue were um, upset, not understanding what was happening to us. Our economy was difficult. Our children were being attacked from all directions. We had COVID that we were dealing with and there were jobs that people were out of. And so um, I thought maybe, just maybe, um, if I stepped in, I could help some of those issues. As a nurse, I feel nurses are people, we often um, are put in positions that we need to be transparent to our patients. We Our, pa our patients need to understand um, and believe in us. So we have to tell them the truth. We can't be hiding things and then tell them later. We have to let them know before. We need to tell them sometimes things that they're not happy with. And so that makes us need to be trustworthy and true to our beliefs. And we need to tell them, look, this may not be good, um, but we're going to stick by you. So it makes us accessible to our patients. Once we have, a, I worked ICU, CCU. So when you had a patient, you worked with that patient and you worked with the family. So um, I needed to be able to talk to the family about what was happening. And I needed to, so I needed to make myself 
self-assessable. It meant that maybe if I was supposed to get off at three, I didn't get off till four because I needed to stay there with them. And I believe many of us do that. And when I entered the political arena, I realized that nursing was so much like what was needed in politics. When you're a politician, we should be accessible to the people that we are representing. We should be honest to those people and always make them come first and tell them before something happens rather than after. We need to know, you need to know before your civil liberties are taken away from you that they're going to be taken away, not after those civil liberties have been taken away. And we need to be there for you to be able to pick up the phone and call. So um, as I started to move forward, I realized that this was so true. And then they told me that I needed to come up with a platform. And <laughs> that was kind of easy for me. I knew one thing for sure. And that was that I felt that we couldn't give up our rights as, as what we felt was best for us and our family, that we had the, that we should be the ones that make the decision on what we believe in and don't believe in, and that we should have the decision if we want to wear a mask or we don't want to wear a mask, if we want to get vaccinated or we don't want to get vaccinated. It's not a matter of what I did for myself. The point is that as an individual, you have the right to make that decision. And if we start to take those rights away, we're going to lose many more. So I wanted to fight for those rights so that they weren't taken away from us. Because once you lose one, you can lose another one and another one. And so that was very important to me. My elderly is very important to me. I worked with elders all the time. And I saw that people in New Jersey were leaving New Jersey faster than they were coming into New Jersey. And that's because so often the taxes are so high that they cannot afford their homes. It's because medications are not um, able to be gotten. It's because jobs are being taken away from them. And so I wanted to protect our elderly as well. And so that meant making sure that I fought for the right for them to have um, tax um tax incentives to be um, put for, put forward for them. I'd like to see that um, our elderly, um, once they reach retirement age and social security, that the tax issues with schools do not affect them. I believe that they've paid their fair share and they should not have to pay tax once they become um, social security age, that they should not have to be responsible for that. And then I, um, also believe that our young people need to um, not go to college and not have anything to come home for, that they have the, um, that they should be able to come home to a job. And in New Jersey, jobs are difficult right now. The other thing that's difficult is paying for their education once they get out. So I thought maybe, just maybe, that we could wor work towards having our children have jobs when they get here. And when they get here, if they stay here for five years, that the state of New Jersey should help them with their tax burdens. I mean, their um, payment burdens for school. So that's another issue, which means that we need to work on many, um, many things. We talk about the taxes in New Jersey. We talk about um, infrastructure in New Jersey. So if we are going to do this, if we are going to do this, we need to work towards trying to build infrastructure in New Jersey. We need people to do that infrastructure. We need children that can not necessarily have to go to college, but can learn a trade. We have taken them out of our schools, and I want to see trade put back into the schools. We used to have that you could go to school and you could learn how to be a mechanic, or you could learn how to be a refrigerator um, 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 refrigeration and air conditioning and you could go to school and you could learn how to be a carpenter and now we don't have those things and some of them are paying higher amounts of money than college students going to school to learn how to be a teacher or to learn how to be a nurse or to learn even how to be a doctor some of your air conditioning men are getting 85 to 100 dollars an hour because they're not there so i want those things put back in school for our young people and I want to be able to work with them to build what we have in New Jersey. If we don't have, if we want to build infrastructure, which means bridges and roads and new businesses, we need to have the people to do them and we need to have jobs for our children. So it all works hand in hand. I don't understand why we have pushed that away. So I'm working with many issues in New Jersey and I believe that, um,
By doing that, we can make New Jersey stronger. We went through um, a time when the sign going from New Jersey into Pennsylvania, into Pennsylvania was, um, we, um, Trenton makes, the world takes. Well, now that's not the case. We don't make much in Trenton anymore. We don't have much here. Um, and what is, is um, a higher paying, um, a higher end in our middle class people need to know that there's things for them and we need to work with our vets and our lower class people to bring them up to middle class and higher class by adding and giving to them the opportunity to move forward. So I'm really working for the, for the people of New Jersey to try to make sure that we're all on key and we're all moving forward. Our medical rights need to be taken care of. Um, people are upset. Our children are upset. We have children going to school with masks on and those children are losing a lot when they go to school and they have to wear a mask every day. We have to question what are they losing? They're losing eye contact with the person. They're, some children can't hear properly and they read lips even though we don't realize it. So there's a lot that's being left behind. And the biggest thing is, is that when we do that, we don't even know if it's really what's helping or not helping. It's the vaccines are new. The mask wearing is new. There's little real study on it. You hear one week it's good. One week it's not good. And we need to be able to um, investigate this more before we jump so quickly to take things away from people and to make mandates on people. So there are um, issues that are really true to my heart. So. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You shared um, really issues that's not new and it's just been going on almost forever. And it's just that in the last two years, it even became more apparent that these things are happening. So I applaud you for stepping up. Now, how are you reaching the constituents or who who are you getting the best support right now? Is this from the mothers or you know because this is really it's a difficult time and i'm going to say this as someone that hasn't been in politics for a long time um and i'm republican the republican party has not been the strong point in new jersey in 28 years we've had some highs but more lows than we have highs and in my district we haven't had a republican in office in my position for 28 years so Funding to get myself moved forward is really difficult. This podcast means a lot because people are getting to see me. They're getting to hear me. I'm supposed to earn on my own approximately $50,000 to move my race forward. That's a lot of money. It's a, it's a lot, a lot of money. And it's not that we have it in our pocket. I'm an average everyday person. So it's not something that I can afford $50,000. So I'm knocking on doors. I'm meeting people by going door to door. I'm trying to do events. I'm trying to reach out to people. But it's to the point that you used to be able to stand in front of a ShopRite or a Acme or a Wegmans. And you used to be able to tell people who you are. And you used to be able to pass out literature and talk to them. You cannot do that anymore. We're no longer allowed to do that. So the only way you can reach people is either by knocking door to door. And it's a lot of doors to knock on if you want to get voted in. And um, then getting in front of people like this, you're giving me the ability to move myself forward because if it's only 10 people, if only 10 of you here are in district 15 and district 15 is Lawrenceville, Trenton, Ewing, Hopewell, Hunterton, Lambertville, Amwell East, Amwell West, um, Lambertville, it, um, East Windsor, if any of you live in any of those districts, I am running in your district and I'd like you to look and vote for me. I assure you of one thing. I'm who I am. I'm honest. I'm hardworking. And I will pick up the phone when you call me and I will tell you um, who I am, what I'm here for. I will listen to what you have to say and I will fight for whatever it is you need me to fight for. And if you're not in my district and you know anybody in my district, reach out to them. Tell them, hey, I met this woman. I listened to her. She's true. She's honest. She's not a politician. She's not there for the money. She's there to help New Jersey get strong again. I need that from each of you that listen to this. Yeah, and I do want nurses to 
really run for office and we all have special roles and yeah i i believe that nurses could make a difference so i i'm so excited that i met you and i want to really give this and this doesn't have to be the first one and hopefully when when you're in the office and so you know you have things to share again because i think that's how it it has to be it's always an open communication because many times um, people are, get frustrated if after the election, then they don't hear from you know, whoever won, right? And so I know you are not going to be like that, and no. you can always come to this. And, and the other thing I want to say, and you hit it on the nail, there are positions. For instance, I, I'm running for assembly. We needed another person, but nobody stepped up. So we could have had two of us running and there's only one of me. And that doesn't mean I'm going to get voted in because I'm voting against, I'm running against two Democrats, but I could have had somebody next to me to run with me and it would have been great. And we could have won, you know, we could fight together. So it's important that you look into what's available for you to run as. There's many, many, many positions that we're looking to fill. And people need to realize you don't need to be a politician. You don't need to go above them. You need to be a person that cares about what is going on around you. You need to be able to um, be willing to put in the time and the effort. You need to do a lot of research, but we all can do that. And there's people that will help you along the way. We just need to work to try to make things different than they are right now. So um, how, how what what can you um, advise or how how can you support their their parents right now who in different counties they they do either try to be in the board of education meeting and yet when they're there um they 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 try their best to get their three minutes okay their three <laughs> minutes three minutes there and but then it seems like they're all just saying that, oh, it's a mandate. It comes from this. And they were all fighting about that, uh, about the mask. Right. Also. And then, so how how would you like inspire them or make a difference for them now? You know, first of all, I want you, anybody on this website to know, I, I mean, on this webinar to know, if you call me and you live in a district, whether it's my district or it's not, I will show up at your school and help you fight for what you need. I have been to many, many schools throughout New Jersey helping them to fight. The other thing is, is there's groups that you can join. There's Unmask Your Children. There's um, um, groups for vaccination. There's groups for education. And the best thing that you can try to do, and you can call me to get that information, call me. I'll look up the group in your area. I'll give you that information. Join that group because working in numbers is much more productive than working alone. So either get the people in your community together and work with them or work with some of the subgroups that are trying to make a difference or a change. If you believe in something that you hear a group is doing, join it. They're open to people joining their groups and becoming a part of it because the more people they have, the more um, chance they have of making a change. So that's what I would say. So is that the website that you want people to? Yes, to that is my website. You can reach me through my website. I'm also on Facebook, Pat Johnson for NJ. Um, dot com. And when you go to dot com, you're going to see on the top of that, there's a, a, a place to um, log into my Facebook. You can go to my Facebook. You can call my number. My telephone number, I am not afraid to give out. It is 609-577-5008. I will accept calls and I will gladly talk to you. Um, I try to make sure that when I get a call, it may not be immediately, but I will call you back. So it's 609-577-5008. Yes, that is right? it. Yeah. And um, so um, the you need to raise funds. What else is your other challenge for that? Um, make you win. Get <laughs> My my biggest challenge, I feel that when I speak to people, I get a lot of gravity. Like this weekend we were in Trenton and I was 
um, doing cleanup in Trenton to try to get to meet people. It's getting to meet enough people. So if you belong to a church or an organization and you want to have a speaker, ask me to come. I would love to come because the more people that hear me, the more people that I, I reach, it's the best thing that can happen for me. So I'm here. Um, and it, the money is the challenge because I need the money to try to move me forward. But the biggest thing is just getting in front of people to let them know that who I am and that I'm running. You can go, as I said, go to my webpage, read about me. I've done a lot of community service. I've been a lot, I've been involved in a lot of, um, um, charity events. I, I, during COVID when masks were not available and my husband had cancer and I couldn't work, I formed a group of 42 to 45 people and we made over 7,000 face masks that we donated all over the state of New Jersey to hospitals, to the poor, to the police, to the fire departments, to the truckers because they needed masks to get into buildings, to make deliveries. And um, I was awarded the, um, by the governor, I was awarded the, um, uh, I was given an award for that. Oh my God, I can't, uh, I was given an award by the governor and by the Democrats alike. So I've been given quite a few awards. They gave me challenge coins for what I was doing. And that wasn't important. What was important was just being there for the people that I needed to serve in the area. And that was before I ever started running. So it, I didn't do that because I was running as a politician. I did that because I was a person that wanted to help my community. And that's kind of who I am. So, yeah, I think just getting me out there. Anybody that sees this, just keep spreading the word. Put it on your Facebook, post it, talk about it, and get my name out there. That's that, and you'll be helping me. And you'll be helping New Jersey because I believe that we need real people because there's people out there that are in, and, and I'm not going to pinpoint. I'm not, it's not about name calling. It's not about saying it's Republicans, Democrats, or anything, but there's people that are in politics for um, themselves. To, it's about a dollar and I'm not there for a dollar. I'm there to um, be true to the people that I serve. So we want to make sure that, that we do that. Yeah, thank you. And just like me too, even if uh, there's another nurse running on the other party or whatever party, as long as they want to make a difference, if they're open to conversation, I would even bring all of you together and see oh, absolutely. the difference. I was on a radio station uh, um, early on, like in April. And they asked me how I felt about working with Democrats because I'm running as a Republican. And I said, I'm open to working with anybody that's willing to work. We just need to work together because of different opinions is good. It gives us the opportunity to hear the other side. So what we need to realize is that we're not always right. And we need to listen, open up and work together to make change. So um, that's what I'm trying to do. I don't have a problem with working with anybody. It's a matter of trying to make it work so that we can come up with a resolution that works for everybody. And what, that's one of the reasons why I felt going into politics was good, because right now we've got many, many medical issues going across the floor. Decisions are being made, medical decisions are being made from people that don't know anything about medicine. And so I thought it was important that there were people involved that weren't necessarily a politician, but that knew medicine enough that they could um, try to explain why something was right or wrong. And I'm trying to get doctors involved as well, because we have a lot of doctors that um, agree with the, you know, that disagree with what's going on medically as well. So, um, so just know you got doctors and nurses behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and um, there's this uh, conversation I had uh, this Saturday, this Sunday, and so we they were talking about that there there's a shortage of people working, and then the, it's not because they're getting you know the money from the government, which is going to stop soon or it stopped. Oh, it stopped already. So they said they didn't want to come back before because why would they risk? their health when first of all they're not even getting paid enough but and then they're going to risk their health and they risk their family so they were saying that maybe one solution is to increase the minimum pay or just increase what they can have what, what's your thought on that i think what we need to look at is the cost of what's happening around us because 
we can keep raising pay, but that keeps raising the items that we're selling. And so we need to figure out how we can do this, like how we can make our economy work in a more structured manner that, um, it seems like the more we make, the more they raise the prices. We think we're ahead and then they raise gas. We think we're ahead and then food goes up astronomically because they don't have drivers. So part of it is getting people, I hate to say this, but part of it is getting people back to work so that they have enough employee, employees so that we can start to bring some of the wages, I mean, some of the um, products back. We can't even get products on the shelf in some cases. So I... I of course think that everybody should get paid what they're, they're worth. I'm just not sure if what we should do is keep trying to get the wages up or we should start getting the jobs out there so people can work, make a good living, and we get the prices of the things that we're purchasing down because I think our products are so it's, – it's just getting ridiculous anymore. Gas – a year ago was down to two, two something. It's up to three something. If you want to drive to work, how can you afford that when you're only making X amount of dollars? So then we have to raise your pay so you can pay for the gas. So we're in this um, roller coaster of high products and, and then the wages going up. So if we're going to keep the products where they are, we need to raise the wages. So um, yeah, so I understand what you're saying. So it, I hope people understand what I'm saying. It's not that I'm against higher wages. It's just that I'm against if it's going to just keep roller coastering. I don't know where the stop is. So, yeah. And here's here's another scenario. And you like this because as an as, as a critical care nurse, you've been there, right? Yeah. Um, so in in the in home care, um, each family have certain requirements already and some of them are really strong in their requirement that okay they will ask are your aides are your nurses vaccinated if not we don't want their services and yeah so this this these requirements are like going on and like as if each family have their own requirement and yet we are getting um, we remain to be short of people of people working and is there what what's your thought on that and I, they have yeah, I do have a thought on that because there's many people that do not care if you're vaccinated and so i think we need to be able to to put the pieces together because i think it's not so much the people asking for it as the mandate of the government and the agency asking for it because when does that if I were asking for somebody in my home, I wouldn't care if they were vaccinated. I would care whether they were giving and loving and whether they were um, productive, whether they did what they needed to do, whether they helped my mother or they, or whether they sat and did absolutely nothing. And I think that there's a lot of people out there like that. But unfortunately, it's the agencies, I believe, that are making the mandates. And that's because the government is making the mandates. And it goes back again to our right of like choice. And so if they're not going to do that, then I think we need to start forming some agencies that don't demand that. I really believe that we should have some that say we're here, we're willing to work. We will give you the best loving, um, caring, working, you know, person that you can get. But we refuse to be vaccinated. And I think we have the right to do that. I don't, you know, again, I believe that it's a right of choice of the caregivers. I really do. So. Um, tell me how you feel about that. I don't know how you feel about that. Oh no, I I I just like that people have to respect their rights. And yes. right now, I don't really believe that their people who are not vaccinated are the ones who be carrying things, you know, carrying making other people sick. So, but I, I agree with you. But then I don't want to go into really like. A, an argument because it's, it depends on where you're getting the information and if they're just really the ones. Well, who that's why I say transparency is so important because they're telling everybody one side of it, not the other side. And we, I was talking to NJ Pack today about this because I, because they're a great organization and I believe that people, doctors offices and medical facilities 
and nurses should be telling people that there's just like chemo and radi radiation. You can get chemo and it kills good and bad. You can get radiation and it may hit the spot that you have cancer in and kill the cancer, but you could have um, a, an artery burst and bleed out because it went, it went sour. And everything in life, there's good and bad. And unfortunately, we're hearing all the negative, but we're not hearing the quality and the good. And that, that they now know that there are some situations where people are dying, um, more people are dying for unknown causes. And those deaths, when they're looking at the people, they realize that a lot of those people are people that were vaccinated. So, and I'm not saying that vaccinations are not good. I'm saying that there's good and bad with everything and you have to make the choice of what's best for you and your family. So, and that's the same with caregivers. If you need a caregiver and you've got somebody that's quality and is willing to work, mm -hmm. you know that she's watching what she does. She's protecting you. She's taking care of you. What's more important, having nobody there or having somebody there that cares and that they're not, that they don't believe in vaccination. And if you get sick, you say, I can't work. I'm sick and I have to stay home until I'm better. You know, it's, we've gone through flus and we've gone through all kinds of things in life. And I'm not so sure if this is so much different. You know, the government has made it different, but is it really different? So that's all. Um, one of the uh, people viewing asked this question, as you said, you mentioned something about going to Trenton this weekend. So he said, what is going on this? She missed it. So I went to Trenton because we wanted to, there was, I have a great um, woman that I'm more, that's involved with me. She's running for Senate and that's Susan Gall. And so I'd ask you all to please listen to her as well. She um, is a nurse as well. And she's trying to pick up the pieces to run for the state Senate in my district. And um, I call us the dream team kind of. And we did that with Darius Mayfield. Darius Mayfield wanted to do it. He's running to con for Congress. So we went into um, Trenton and we decided to clean up uh, an empty lot. So we were cleaning the lot. And as we did that, then we were going door knocking um, one after the other to try to um, meet some of the people in the area. And we had great relationships this weekend with great people in Trenton. I loved it. It was nice. So, yeah. I have to make sure to reach out again to her. And yeah, so when you, she's, uh, this lady is asking, is it Susan Gold? Is that the name? Yes, 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 yes. It's Susan Gold. Yes, it is. Okay. And, and you can find her. She's got a website. And she's, um, if you reach out to me, if you can't find her and you want to talk to her, she is amazing. She's got so much knowledge about so many things. Please feel free to call me if you can't get her. And I will give you her number and her email address as well. God, I'm so upset that I don't have it in front of me. But I can get you that and you can reach out to her as well. Yes. And Maria says, thank you. Thank you also, Maria. At least now we were able to share. Susan Gold also is another nurse. So I'm... And she's I'm, probably right now, while I'm on here, she's uh -huh. probably out there working door to door because she's great at doing that. And when I tell you she has this past week, she's been sick and I told her, to, and not sick that you could catch anything, just having some medical issues herself. And I said, Susan, stay home and take care of yourself. But to her, she's fighting every single day. So just know she's another individual she, that's a nurse and she's really working hard. So yeah, I so, would like uh, So Maria found this image. Yes, yes. Oh, and look, look, look at Susan's message. I am here. <laughs> uh, she's here? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that she's here. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. We'll still bring you in here some one day, okay? So, uh, and and yes, and the reason why Susan was in here because again, these these two ladies, they're not like a they're your usual politician that no, they come right away for any moment to be like famous. And so I had to kind of like you know drag them a little bit to be here. And I know Susan gets a little shy, but. Yes, Susan is a power is powerful. <laughs> but let, let me say this about her. And Susan, I hope you don't mind I say this. She's shy, so she she does much better one-on-one, -on -one, 
but man, she knows it. She's got her stuff together. She knows the doctors that back her. She knows the, the issues she's, she's involved in all the right places and don't question her. And she's been supported by the, by the, um, by the, um, uh, police. She's been, she just got endorsed by the police. So I think that's a biggie. So I want you all to know that she's, um, she's somebody that if you vote, please do me a favor, go Jack Citarella, Susan Gold, and Mia under Susan Gold, because it's governor, senator, and, and assembly person. So please just go down the line. Yeah. So it's not hard to remember. Okay. No. And keep them in your prayers because we need good, kind-hearted, sincere people who can be with us and help us out, all right? Thank um, you to each of you. Let's see. Now, um, how, so what What are we going to do with this, uh, ma is it, uh, um, what, like, people always say, okay, it's a mandate, it's a mandate, so you can't do anything about it. In we can continue to work with groups to try to make a difference. That's what we can do. We cannot do it one-on-one, -on -one, but we can do it with, with groups. If we just realize that numbers matter, numbers matter, we need numbers. And, and I'm going to say this as we walk around, this sounds, I'm, I am not asking for a lot. If you have a dollar, if you have 50 cents, pick it up, Either go to Susan Gould's website, go to my website. If you can donate 50 cents to a dollar or whatever you have to donate, put it in and just know that money will go towards helping support our our issues to support you. So um, it's difficult. We're, we're, we're making our own literature. We're doing our own funding. And it's every day. It's harder and harder. So thank you. Thank you. I'm, tap, I'm typing your names because I'm going to make more banner for both of you. Thank okay. you. Patricia Johnson and Susan Gold, Nurse Heroes. So they are. There you are. They are my Nurse yes. Heroes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Just, just remember. So all you nurses, please, it's time we gotta do this just as i'm always here <laughs> showing my face on social media and it doesn't matter what others say or do as long as in your heart and in your soul and in your spirit you know that you're trying to make a difference because if only just by yourself as, as uh pat said already it, it, you know it's not it's not easy now so, um i'd like to say one more thing please you may look at me or you may look at Susan and we definitely don't look like your normal politician. Just know we're fighting harder than your normal politician. We are every day and I've gone to event after event. We've met um, numerous. We go with them. We talk to them and we're right on board with everyone that you've always seen along the line. So just know that we're talking to the other politicians and we're fighting with them. They know who we are and they know that what we're working for. And many of them are working with us now. So just know, even though you may not look at us and, and you question whether we are or we aren't able to do the things that we need to do, we are. We've, we're doing the work that it takes to get there. So. So let's talk about personal care. Okay. Cause mm -hmm. you look radiant you jump into this uh, situation in candidacy and still like you look great. So how do you keep yourself healthy and well? And I guess that would be the same question for you, Susan. And if you want to type it in, we'll show it to you. But go ahead, Pat. I can say this. I know for a fact that Susan and I both believe in vitamins. So we both, and she takes even more than I do, and she's able to give me knowledge in that area. So Susan, please feel free to type. We both take vitamin C. We both take vitamin D. We both take um, uh, zinc, and that's a regimen. And I believe that that helps us through it. And I also believe in medications that um, they haven't said can be used that um, that I feel are able to be used if you do get sick. So. Um, Susan and I very much feel in um, natural things, natural foods, getting the right sleep, which I don't do. 
anyway, I don't. Um, so we're just trying to be on top of it. You know, we, we really are. So Susan, well, step in. <laughs> well, when the two of you, um, you know, need help for sleep, just email me again and then, you know, or call will, uh, that's my expertise. In okay. <laughs> just like you. Yeah. I, I'm open to all the, vitamins and minerals because that's how i grew up too with all the herbs and it's also a reflection of how much energy i have right now and the the, the wonderful thing when you are healthy is that you could kind of like expand your mind yes you know yes. you don't you don't get fearful right away you just like okay you're open to conversation you're open to opinions and just like good nurses right so wow. Um, I, I want to thank you so much for making, um, giving us this, me this opportunity to speak and bring me forward and um, for talking about Susan and hopefully having her on here to give another side of this. But we really, we really do care. I mean, we're, we really are here. And so we may come knocking on your door if you're in our area. Just remember <laughs> that um, we're knocking. <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> Yeah, and I hope both of you, because right in in my area, we, there is a meeting um, on on the. Oh, you've been with us, but there's yes. another meeting, and so and um, I was in brick brick area, yeah, right? So they're 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 growing also. They're growing in numbers. So all it's, little things. It's like I said though, neither of us um, stay just within our territory. Mm. Um, should we, would it be easier for us? It would, but it's not who we are. When people say they need help, we go no matter where it is to where, it, where we go. So I've been to areas that are not in my district to support their school districts because they need it numbers and we're, and we're working to get those numbers up. So, um, just remember that the groups that we we talk about and, you know, I'm going to post some of them online. So, that if you come to my website, you'll be able to see them. And I think Susan does have a lot of them um, on her line, you know, on her site. So mm -hmm. I think that's really important. And Susan says that everything that you said, the vitamin D, C, zinc, so plus quercetin, she, she's all in it. Hey, I told you she'd have another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew she would. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you all have good family support, I yes. hope. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, I do. Yeah. There's so, times that he goes one direction and I go the other, but it's it, we're good. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What else can My we... kids are great with it. <laughs> yeah. What else, uh, Susan, what else do you want to bring to the table right now? Susan, feel free, continue and, you know, just type it in. And I will make sure that I post this. This will be, you know, I, it's not just the New Jersey people, but and because you're all heroes here, but and other people in other states can then imitate, mimic you because you're doing such a great job. Okay. And Please let other states know that the groups that I talked about are not just groups that can be found in New Jersey. A lot of those groups are found in other states as well. So if they have questions and they're in another state, reach out to us and we can try to help them even in another state, find a group that works for them. Okay. Yeah. What else, Susan? Um, upcoming any um, event? October the 3rd. Okay. <laughs> in mine. October the 3rd, show up. Yeah. And you know, and who I'll post up. that on my website. So if you're interested, please come. Um, it will be on my website. It's free. It's donations. Um, if you want to donate. Um, but the main thing is, is getting people together to support us so we can get our voice out there. Susan will be there. I'll be there. We have one of the senators coming. We have other people that will be there. So. And thank you to everyone. Okay. And like for Maria, she says she's in Elizabeth Union County, but we need more people to understand what's going on with medical freedom. So help us, uh, help us, uh, Maria, and share this because we need to make these two ladies win. Okay. Yeah. And then now we can expect something different if there be new people. 
Elizabeth, just know we're behind medical freedom 100%. Both. I know this unconditionally that both Susan and I are behind medical freedom. We believe that you have the right of choice and that your neighbor needs to understand that more than ever because they may feel one way now and you may feel another way. But the next time it could be them having a question or needing support. We all Every single one of us need to band together to give people the opportunity to have choice because it's our, it's what we were guaranteed in this country to have is the freedom of choice. So please, like, let's as neighbor on neighbor and friend on friend and enemy and foe, let's stick together to just to try to keep that going because we can't lose what we have. Yeah. And what I mean with share is for, for those, this will stay on Facebook, but at the same time, I upload this stream in BitChute, Quantum Nurse BitChute. I upload this uh, uh, also in Rumble, so it will be in Rumble, and uh, you may make it in the YouTube. Let's see if I'm not censored. Uh, I'll get <laughs> Yeah, that's what the problem is. <laughs> His government is not with me. <laughs> so, yeah, thank well, you. We're, we're all just kind of getting used to it, but we don't stop doing what we need to do. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Can I say one more thing? Mm -hmm. Just remember, everybody, this is not... This is not just about medical. This is about everything that we're dealing with in today. Um, this is about the education that we're working this working with. This is not about color. This is not about a nationality. This is not belief in God. This is about choice. And that when it comes to education, we can't continue to allow our education in the United States and in New Jersey or in Pennsylvania to continue to go downhill. We need to remember that history is an important thing. History repeats itself. That's not my opinion. That is a fact. If we take our past away and we don't teach our children about history and what occurred in the past, we're going to have to relive it all over again because it repeats itself over and over and over again. So we want to make sure that the programs that we're teaching in school are programs that can help our children today, tomorrow, and in the future, because we need to continue to um to move forward, we need to watch what we're, parents need to have the right to teach their children what their beliefs are and not necessarily have the school teach what their beliefs are. We need to um, stay on top of what we want our children to learn. This is really uh, as important as the, our medical freedoms, our educational freedoms are important. So let's work together to, to keep New Jersey strong and safe and our children moving forward so that they can learn how to be the children that of tomorrow that we need them to be and want them to be. And in the last, uh, last year and this year, Pat, I've really appreciated New Jersey so much just because New Jersey doesn't sleep. <laughs> and people get together, they gather, they speak up, they, they're there. So maybe we haven't done uh, thousands of people yet coming together on the street, but nevertheless, there's always that movement, movement, yes. no? because this is not the time for us to sit down and blame. This is the time to co-create and reclaim what we can do. And it's on our it's on our hands. I usually say, nurses, come on, you know, we yep. got to let's go, do let's it. do it. <laughs> okay, so um, and God bless all of you out there. Take care of yourselves. And yes, don't forget to keep counting your blessing because we start with a blessing, we start with a gratitude, and we are blessed that this there are two nurses right now who are passionate to run and i know in that meeting in brick when i i was there too and pat they're always surprised like what you came from princeton i will always go to far places i said yeah because yeah. i want to support it too but they're also new they're women and mothers who have never been and also stepping up so oh, big time moms but you know what i i have to, there's a lot of dads stepping up on these issues too a lot of men are stepping up too. So I don't want to just say it's just yeah. us because I don't want to let them down. Um, yeah. but, I think 
But I think women have come to the plate on many of these issues where they've never been involved before. Men typically have been involved, but not in their children and the lives and the same things that they're involved in now. So I'm I'm happy with them too, because it's a mom's instinct to protect her children and to protect the home. And dads often went to work and they worked and they allowed us to do that, but they're stepping into these roles too. And I'm really happy with that. So that's very true. Yeah, our young dads. And yeah, they really are. Never been in politics and yet they're just okay, let's do this. Yep, yeah. I'll make sure that I will remind uh, people in um, our uh, my group um, path to invite you or Susan when they have to do that uh, board of education because uh, you know the, you make a difference. Your your presence is powerful. Okay. I, I want I want to say this. Look at look at the Patriots. Look up that group. Look at um um uh, convention of state. Look at that group. Look at moms from Unmasked My Children, um, Moms Against Vaccines. Look at, go online and look at all these new groups and then join them. Join them, join them, join them and be a part of it. And of course, Pat, the last but not the least, it I see that there's a growing prayer meeting group. Yes. Oh, we all need, and I told you that that's why I'm here, and we all need to bring God back into the lives and in, into our schools. We really do. Yeah, and prayer meetings of people of a yeah. mix of, of different faith in one Zoom meeting. Zoom meeting, yes. I, I And I said that in the very beginning. It doesn't matter whether you're black, blue, orange, green, whether you're Italian, whether you're Jewish, what you are. We all are working to, towards the same goal. And we need to remember we can work with each other. Those things are little compared to what we're going through. And I guess that's good, should be good for now, right? We're good for now. Get Susan on next so they can see who she is so they know, okay? Thank you so much. And yes, remember Susan Gold, G-A-U-L, and Patricia Johnson. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you, you. And God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye.